0: The people who did 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 Reference number 0 0 1 9 7 File name reference Awareness of food Prompt The realisation that some human somewhere had to think drinking slash eating something that came out of another animal was a good idea when no one had done it before i.e. milk, eggs, etc. Ryle found Lear attempting to repeatedly stab her lunch. It was a cop special, refried hash made from everything that didn't quite fit in the regular meals, mixed with egg, rice, and or potato. What did the hash do to you? He asked. It's not the hash. Shepard asked who ate the first egg. Ah, and now you're aware of food? Someone had to dig up the first potato and eat it. Someone had to find the first egg delicious. Someone looked at a phlegmy gray thing inside of an oyster shell and ate it anyway. Stab, stab, stab. And today, I can't look at anything without wondering, why did we decide to eat them? Ryle sat down with his starter courses. Because, Officer Markin, humans are insane. Of course! How easy to forget. And fire. We now commence intermission with a word from the author. Greetings, assembled cognizance. I wrote the story or stories you just heard as well as performed it on a relatively cheap headset mic. We all have to start somewhere and this is me using what I've got. You may have noticed this podcast is now available on more than one podcast sharing service. That availability is thanks to anchor.fm. Anchor is a free podcast sharing service that allows you, the podcaster, to opt in to any advertising associates at any time. They make their money through the corporations who sign on with them, so they don't need to hit you with ludicrous hosting feeds. Anchor can help your podcast reach popular hosts such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts with no extra fuss or bother. Anchor.fm. Set sail on your next podcasting adventure. You might be wondering about the reference numbers. I can't read my fan fictions for legal reasons, so I'm skipping all the flash fictions I wrote that were inside someone else's IP. They are still available online for free, which we all prefer as a price tag. I'm doing this podcast for two reasons. The first being accessibility, the other being advertising. I want as many people as possible enjoying my little tales, and providing audio versions of them might just help with that. Likewise, if people can hear my stories, they might just wish to share them with their friends. We have busy lives these days, and curling up with a good book just isn't in the cards for many people. I get it. It's been literal years since I've been able to enjoy the same privilege. Therefore, these half-hour-ish podcasts should help fill some kind of void for someone, somewhere. Hopefully, it's you. If you wish to hear an improvement in audio quality, buy my books, join my Patreon, or just send me a kofi, then you might want to set your data readers to internata.org. That's I-N-T-E-R-N-U-T-T-E-R dot O-R-G. There you will find links to every current means I have to get the word out, access to other projects I'm working on, and the fast track to my Patreon and Kofi pages. If you like the melodious sound of my voice and wish to hear your business or organisation rendered in a semi-Australian accent, then send an inquiry to nutterbutler at gmail.com. That's N-U-T-T-E-R-B-U-T-T-L-E-R at gmail.com. We can negotiate rates. If you make music and wish to hear it distributed by my newbie podcast, then send a sample and an inquiry and we can take it from there. Keep in mind that I am distributing this podcast for free and am currently making zero dollars out of this affair. Thank you for listening and I hope you stick with me for the foreseeable future. Processing archival file, reference number, zero, zero, one, nine, eight. File, name, reference, impossible, aftermath, prompt, well it all started when eggs fell out of a tree. He should have known, having precogs amongst his staff was a matter of course. Every last one of them, including the mad human Lear Martin had warned him. Don't host an ambassadorial meet when Silly Season is due. Maybe it was because Lear had warned him first. Maybe it was lingering speciesism on his part, and he would have to work on getting rid of that, that made him not heed a warning given to him by a human. And now... Chaos. Humans got into a ridiculous amount of impossible trouble during Silly Season. Even those of human stock but altered genetics got into such trouble. The giant Clydesdale Centaur ambassador to Mythos, Reg Champignon, was still moaning with the after-effects of whatever he had imbibed. The ambassador for Bernard, Lee Vine, was huddled up in a corner and repeating, Error. 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 The ambassador for terror was still attempting to dance the time warp whilst wearing a traffic cone on his head. The instigators, Ambassadors Shade and Johnston, were playing a clapping game in their cell. At the risk of my own sanity, Sherlock began. What happened? It all started when Shade fell out of a tree, Johnston began. Dibby-dobby, said Shade. She was chronologically older than Johnston, but it was a matter of debate as to which of the two were more mature. End. Fire. You will now enjoy a brief musical interlude by Ellipsis Addiction. Accessing, archival file, reference number, zero, zero, one, nine, nine. File, name, reference, Miss Tiggy. Prompt, how did a hedgehog even get on a space station? Hey, it's me. Why can I get feeder crickets at this time of night? Well, should have guessed, then, that something was arrived. Even for a well-travelled human of her era, Shade was not overly adventurous when it came to foodstuffs. Insectivorism was definitely not, as she put it, her bag. He checked his chrono. There's a night market three levels under the bottom of the element. There's all sorts of insectivore food. It was so late it was early. And if you don't mind, I need rest. He literally poured himself into his heated tank and relaxed. Another long day in a long line of long days over. Until tomorrow. Wait, feeder crickets. Ryle startled into consciousness and poured himself into his clothes for the day. Why the flack would someone like Shade want feeder crickets? Something was terribly, ominously, wrong. She was waiting outside his front door. No damage? he asked. Nah, didn't it happen to anyone? You had breakfast? I was going to grab something from Eat Deep Fried Anything. He stopped to take in the scene, Shade, why do you have a basket? Sounds like a plan. I've never seen a vet about the place. Do they have a hiding spot or is everything upside down again? Shade, why is the basket moving? Oh, that's right. You never met Miss Tiggy. Miss Tiggy. He shook his head and wove his way around her. I have paying work to do, Shade, so either start making sense or come back when you have a linear story. i found a poor wee tiggywinkle. She dug a sphere out of the basket, a sphere that, after a few paces, sprouted a face. That's a hedgehog. Aye. How did a hedgehog get onto the station? That's part of the mystery, Shade grinned. I rescued Miss Tiggy from a gang of skitties, and she needed a quiet place and a feed. And some checking out you can. I've been all through the directory and I can't find a vet. Vet? Ryle echoed. The word had not turned up in her already confusing lexicon before. Veterinarian? An animal doctor? There aren't any. Medicine sort of merged after the third dozen species that had characteristics and physiognomy similar to another planet's fauna. All right, then. Miss Tiggy and I are off on an adventure to medical. Don't blow anything up. You say that like you don't know me. I say that because I know you. End file. We now commence intermission with a word from the author. Greetings, Assemble Cognizance. I wrote the story or stories you just heard as well as performed it on a relatively cheap headset mic. We all have to start somewhere and this is me using what I've got. You may have noticed this podcast is now available on more than one podcast sharing service. That availability is thanks to anchor.fm. Anchor is a free podcast sharing service that allows you, the podcaster, to opt in to any advertising associates at any time. They make their money through the corporations who sign on with them, so they don't need to hit you with ludicrous hosting feeds. Anchor can help your podcast reach popular hosts such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts with no extra fuss or bother. Anchor.fm, set sail on your next podcasting adventure. You might be wondering about the reference numbers. I can't read my fan fictions for legal reasons, so I'm skipping all the flash fictions I wrote that were inside someone else's IP. They are still available online for free, which we all prefer as a price tag. I'm doing this podcast for two reasons, the first being accessibility, the other being advertising. I want as many people as possible enjoying my little tales, and providing audio versions of them might just help with that. Likewise, if people can hear my stories, they might just wish to share them with their friends. We have busy lives these days, and curling up with a good book just isn't in the cards for many people. I get it. It's been literal years since I've been able to enjoy the same privilege. Therefore, these half-hour-ish podcasts should help fill some kind of void for someone, somewhere. Hopefully, it's you. If you wish to hear an improvement in audio quality, buy my books, join my Patreon, or just send me a kofi, then you might want to set your data readers to internata.org. That's I-N-T-E-R-N-U-T-T-E-R dot O-R-G. There you will find links to every current means I have to get the word out, access to other projects I'm working on, and a fast track to my Patreon and Kofi pages. If you like the melodious sound of my voice and wish to hear your business or organisation rendered in a semi-Australian accent, then send an inquiry to nutterbutler at com. That's N-U-T-T-E-R-B-U-T-T-L-E-R at gmail.com. We can negotiate rates. If you make music and wish to hear it distributed by my newbie podcast, then send a sample and an inquiry, and we can take it from there. Keep in mind that I'm distributing this podcast for free, and I'm currently making zero dollars out of this affair. Thank you for listening, and I hope you stick with me for the foreseeable future. Accessing, archival file, reference number, 00202. File, name, reference, monster. Prompt, attack of the fire-breathing sheep. Lord Drixel's castle is aflame. No it isn't, it's a whacking great pile of stone. There always had to be a literalist in the crowd. It's on fire. His CREATIONS ARE ESCAPING! RUN FOR YOUR LIVES! UM, SAID THE LITERALIST, IT'S JUST ONE CREATURE, THEY CHECKED THEIR POCKET TELESCOPE, AND IT APPEARS TO BE A SHEEP. OR Drexel MADE A SHEEP? THREE HUMBLE TOWNSFOLK LOOKED AT EACH OTHER. THIS WAS NOT THE USUAL KIND OF MADMEN THEY WERE USED TO. AH, SAID THE LITERALIST, AS IF THAT EXPLAINED EVERYTHING. IT'S A FIRE-BREATHING SHEEP! This, they mutually thought, was more like it. Fire-breathing sheep, run for your lives! Head for shelter! Ready, the bucket brigade! Time dissolved. It took quite some time for the dreaded fire-breathing sheep to reach the town. It didn't do much fire-breathing, but it did do a lot of being a sheep. Ah, My Azaleas! The literalist spoke up. You know, we could probably just shoot it. The citizens nearby glared at him. What? Mutton's tasty. And fire. You have been listening to Intermission, the story audio podcast made logic-free for your entertainment. Introduction and incidental music by Ellipsis Addiction. Stories and performances by C.M. Well, also known as The Internata. Cover art by The Greatest Asswaple, and credited as such by their request. For all further information, set your data readers to intermutter.org. Intermission. Sponsored by no one. Listened by you.